0: Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com
1: slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Tuesday, October 4th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Google launched new Nest hardware. The second-gen Nest Wired doorbell eliminates fisheye distortion on its camera, can record up to an hour of footage on internal memory, and it's available now in snow, linen, ash, and ivy in the U.S. for $180. The Nest Wi-Fi Pro supports Wi-Fi 6E, includes a built-in thread border router, and will support Matter when the smart home standard launches. A one-pack costs $200. Add $100 to each unit in two and three packs. It's available for pre-order now and ships October 27th. This new hardware will use Google's redesigned Home app, available in public preview in the next few weeks. This adds a new Favorites page, supports using sensors to trigger automated routines, and uses the camera interface from Google's Nest app. A web version will be available at home.google.com, with a Wear OS app coming as well. Xiaomi announced its flagship smartphones, the 12T and 12T Pro. Both use a 120Hz 6.67-inch OLED screen. The Pro uses Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Plus Gen 1 SoC, and the standard 12T uses a MediaTek Dimensity 8100 Ultra. For cameras, the Pro differentiates with Samsung's 200-megapixel HP1 sensor on the back, while the 12T makes do with a mere 108-megapixel sensor. Both pixel bin output images to 12 megapixels. They ship in Europe on October 13th. The 12T starts at €599, and the 12T Pro starts at €749. Reuters sources say the Indian telco Reliance Geo will release a Geobook laptop, offering an embedded 4G SIM card, Qualcomm SoC, and running its own GeoOS. Some Microsoft apps will be available on it at launch. Pricing will be low at 15,000 rupees, about 184 US dollars. It will reportedly be available to education and government customers this month, followed by a consumer launch within the next three months. It also plans to launch a 5G version later. Twitter started rolling out the ability to edit tweets to Twitter Blue subscribers in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. This allows for editing a tweet up to five times within 30 minutes of posting. Tweets will display the timestamp when it was edited, with edit history viewable by clicking through. Twitter says the feature would come to the US soon. Samsung announced it will triple advanced chip production capacity by 2027 to continue meeting strong demand. It also said it will begin mass-producing 3-nanometer chips in June, targeting production of chips on a 2-nanometer process by 2025 and a 1.4-nanometer process by 2027. The semiconductor maker Micron announced it will invest $100 billion to build four separate chip fabs on a 1,300-acre site in Clay, New York, just north of Syracuse. It will start construction on a $20 billion megafab there in 2024, with production beginning in 2025. The European Parliament voted 602 to 13 to approve a directive mandating all manufacturers selling consumer electronics in the EU to ensure support for a USB-C common port. The European Council must approve the directive so it can be published in the EU official journal. It comes into force 20 days after that publication. The requirements will start to apply to new devices after 24 months. The directive also empowers the European Commission to develop delegated acts to ensure wireless charging standards meet interoperability standards. Poshmark agreed to sell itself to the South Korean internet giant Navar in a $1.6 billion deal. At its IPO in January 2021, Poshmark peaked with a market cap of $7.3 billion. It will operate as a standalone U.S. subsidiary under founder and CEO Manish Chandra. Google will discontinue its Google Translate service for mainland China. It now redirects to the Hong Kong version of the service, which is not accessible in mainland China. Google cited low usage for the move. Meta released a new open-source AI platform based on PyTorch with a unified GPU backend to make it easier for developers to switch between chip architectures from AMD and NVIDIA. Typically, developers tailor code for AI inference operations to a specific chip architecture. OnePlus announced the OnePlus Nord Watch. It offers a 1.78-inch rectangular AMOLED display. It's IP68 water and weatherproofed, features a heart rate and blood oxygen sensors, and can last up to 10 days on a charge. It runs RTOS and syncs health data with the N Health Companion app on iOS and Android. It's available in India for 5,000 rupees. That's about 68 US dollars. Ubisoft announced it's working to bring games owned on Stadia to PC through Ubisoft Connect before the service shuts down next year. Bungie also announced it's trying to figure out next steps for Destiny 2 players on Stadia. No publisher has announced an actual plan of action or a timetable. Google plans to refund all purchases made for Stadia. Google Japan released a concept for a whimsical Gboard stick version, a 1.6 meter long keyboard with all keys placed on a single row. It published design files, firmware, and circuit diagrams on GitHub, noting it could be made on a 3D printer. Google Japan periodically puts out these crazy designs to promote its Gboard keyboard app. And finally, the game Duke Nukem Forever held the Guinness World Record for the longest development period for a video game project at 5,156 days from its announcement in 1997 to its release in 2011. Now, games industry biz's Brendan Sinclair notes a new game has the crown. Beyond Good and Evil 2 has gone 5,237 days from its announcement trailer in 2008. In that time, publisher Ubisoft maintains that work continues on the game, most recently hiring Sarah Arellano as a new lead writer for the project this August. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And if you enjoyed the show, remember to tell a friend to check it out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.
0: Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby.